Hey everybody, how we doing? I just wanted to say what's up before the episode, see how everyone's doing, how your week has been. The weekend is almost upon us. Lots of good things coming out, lots of good things happening. The Joker is coming out to the theaters this week. I plan on seeing it. I'm not a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan, but I am excited to see this envisioning of it, to see where they take it, and we'll see what happens. Are you planning on going to see the Joker this weekend? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you plan on seeing that's coming on out that you might be excited for that other people don't know about. Today on the show, we got my buddy, uh, we got one of my best friends in the whole wide world, my brother, Andrew Glover, uh, and it's uh, it's a real easy one. We just talk Batman, uh, 12 uh, theatrically released Batman movies, uh, we rank them number 12 to number 1, this is like the uh, Marvel episode preparing for Endgame, but we're not preparing for any Batman movie, me and Andrew just really like Batman, so that's what we did, uh, and yeah, other than that, how is everything? How are how are the highs? How are the lows? Uh, I'm kind of in the between. I'm not in a high. I'm not in a low. Uh, but I'm enjoying life, and I'm taking it uh, one day at a time, and and trying to accept uh, everything in my life, even the things that I cannot control, because there are things in life that we cannot control, but we need to learn to accept that. And we need to learn to ride that wave, and we need to learn to have fun, and we need to learn to keep that positive attitude, and we need to be more of a, an optimist than, and less of a pessimist. I, I've been a bit of a pessimist lately, and I need to have more of an optimistic attitude and an optimistic outlook. And that's really you know, what we're all about besides talking about movies. We're all about pushing that message of positivity. Uh, great things happening in like two weeks, Los Angeles Comic Con. It's gonna be awesome uh hopefully lots of good uh, interviews coming out of that besides that i talk about it in the middle of the episode i'm going to mention it right now on october 17th it's a thursday it'll be the day we drop the episode temecula california there is a fathom event it is a double feature of jay and silent bob strike back followed up with jay and silent bob reboot if you want to come Hit me up. Let me know. We'll make it happen. We'll get tickets. I want to do a full a full recording before and after. So it'll be a full episode of me and whoever decides to come with me and see this. Uh, me, I, I mentioned it to Andrew on the podcast because I wanted to mention it to him to come down to possibly do it uh, when we were talking. Uh, lots of rambling in this episode, but that's just me and Drew. Uh, you know, we're, we're just great buddies and we're just we're just shooting the shit. We're just having fun, uh, which is what the show is all about. Talking movies and having fun. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to get the episode uh, going for you. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, hit up Andrew, as always, on the internet. Aries Andrews. He mentions it. I'll tag it. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, we are counting down Batman movies. 12 to 1. All theatrically released. Uh, yeah. Tip the veal. And, uh, try tip the veal. Try the staff. Fuck me. I'm so tired. Tip the veal. Try the staff. Enjoy the episode. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And welcome to the last podcast you'd want. 
Steve here today, bringing back a guest uh, from a previous episode. It's um, one of my best friends in the world and my brother, Andrew Glover. Andrew, what's going on? Living the dream. How about you? <laughs> I'm just getting over the flu. Last week, I was sick as a dog. Uh, and I am just getting over that business. Other than that, uh, living the dream, having fun, uh, and taking care of business. Today oh, nice. on the episode, oh, <laughs> sorry, retort. Uh, today on the episode, folks, uh, we're, we're talking movies, uh, but we're doing a little bit different. We're, we're counting down. Uh, we're doing, pardon, I'm grabbing a cough drop. I'm not going to lie. I'm just, I thought it was going to be more quiet than that. Uh, we are counting down, uh, much like we did with the Marvel films, and this is nothing coming with premiering or anything that's coming out. It's just me and Drew both really like Batman. So today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about 12 Batman films, ranking 12 Batman films. We are talking about Batman films that were only theatrically released, with the exception of one, because it's the original Batman. I just realized, like, as I was saying this, Drew, like, like that one film, not, mm-hmm. theatric, not theatrically released. Everything else, though, theatrically released. And I only say I theatrically released. that was theatrically released. Oh, was it? It might have been. Yeah, we'll get in. One. Yeah, that was really okay, theaters, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't alive. If you, if you remember when um, uh, there was, this is going back to, you know, the old Rocky days, there was an SLB, like, going away house party or something like that so they okay. had showed all the uh the batman movies that were released mm, in theater. yes huh. but joe but joe is a uh is is a uh, a real uh, tight enus about things and he might have been throwing that one in just because he loved it that could joe, be true joe likes the older stuff uh and he could have been throwing that one in just for you know schlitz and giggles uh, but I only say theatrically released uh, because you have the Killing Joke, the animated film. You have the the Batman Samurai film. You have the Batman Suicide Squad film. You have uh, the the Flashpoint animated. There are so many animated movies that have been made by Warner Brothers that that would be um, a much longer episode. I'd want to I'd want to say that puts us, you know, easily at Marvel level, if not if not higher. It, it'd probably be higher. There, there's been a, a lot. Damn. Yeah. Oh, because there's so many Justice League movies. Justice League movies. Um... Yeah, there's there's a ton. So we're, oh, we're going. So we're, we're mostly just going live action. We were we're throwing one animated in there because it was a theatrically theatrically Thank released you. film. And I know that because I saw it in the theater. With that being said. 12 Batman films. Drew, I'm going to let you start us off at number 12. Please and thank you. Uh, the, the cream of the crap. Um, so I have, and this is my ruffle of youth uh, feathers, because I think everyone would be expecting another film to be at the bottom, but which is still going to be there, and you'll see. But the worst Batman film, film for sure in Batman. In is, your opinion. Think, my opinion. This is just my opinion. <laughs> is... Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. Is... No, I, 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 I'm. It's it's low on my list as well. Uh, I'm saying it's it's not my lowest because my lowest I have not seen. Um, but yeah, da- Batman versus versus Superman: Dawn of Justice was a horrible movie. It it was terrible. What was worst is like it was terrible. 
it was also long. Like it I remember, long. I think I went to the bath. Like I usually I try not to go to the bathroom when I'm watching a movie. I hate my bladder for doing that. But sure. you know, this was one of the few times where I actually thank my bladder. I think I missed. <laughs> like, I think it was the there was like a Kevin Costner scene where he was I don't know telling Superman it was okay to let people die or something. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm assuming based on Man of Steel, which won't be featured. That Superman. But yeah, that that like, and, and the sad part is I don't even think Ben Affleck was like a terrible Batman. I, I I I will say right now, uh, I I like Ben Affleck as as Bruce Wayne. I like him as Batman. Um, I he's entertaining. He's yeah. an, he's an entertaining actor. I also liked Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. A lot of people didn't. I don't know if you're in that boat with me. I liked I, I liked Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. I think I am not a fan of his performance. I'll just say that right now. I, I don't really blame him for it. It was just I still don't really know what he was trying to do in that movie and what his exact plot was. Sure, he peed in a jar. He's Lex Luthor. Um, I mean, but that's something the Joker would do. What like, I, I don't want to get into the whole DCEU shit. Oh, no, no. The, we you Sure, you can. I mean, we're, I, I will say right now, uh, we're excluding Suicide Squad uh, merely because it's, it's, it's I, was, I was wondering if we were going to include it. Uh, it's just a cameo from Batman, so it's not a Batman movie. That's a Suicide Squad film. Um, Plus, so. it, it, don't forget, you got to honor it because it's the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. It is the Academy Award winning Suicide Squad. It is. It is. But we did not throw that in there. Um, but no, no, no. I, I really liked Eisenberg uh, as as Luther. Um, he was really cynical. Um, it's it's just it wasn't a good film. My my big gripens I will not talk about now because I'll talk about it when I when I talk about Dawn of Justice. Uh, but do you have anything else that you would like to say about the film, Drew? Um. You know, like there are certain movies that, you know, I can watch and then but kind of that are terrible, but I can kind of enjoy it anyway, which mm-hmm. will be another movie that we'll talk about. I'm assuming very soon on this list. But that uh, BVS is just not a very fun film to watch. Yeah, I would, it, I'm not I'm not a fan of it. That brings us to number 12 for me. Number 12 for me is a movie that I have not seen, uh, which is funny because it's in my house. I didn't take the time to see it in the theater. And that is Justice League. I did not see Justice League. I had no interest in seeing Justice League. Um, I, I think that DC is not taking the time to, to do what Marvel did, which is, which is slow. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. ki- they're killing it. I'm going to tell you right now. I've said it before on the show. DC killer tv shows not so good movies marvel great movies decent tv shows that's kind of fair um dc also has pretty damn good animated movies too but But i'm i'm talking just theatrical yeah yeah. you take you take bro you could take all the marvel because marvel they've done a bunch of marvel animated movies from from things they're doing a bunch of of the the animated shows um, X-Men, the X-Men cartoon, the original X-Men cartoon is one of the greatest cartoons of all time. I love that cartoon. Um, cartoon. Yeah. but I haven't seen Justice League. I had no interest in it. 
So right. it's it's my number it's my number twelve because uh, yeah, I, and I, I I've seen it, but I'll, I'll I'll get to it when I get to it, which will be soon enough. Sure, sure. Uh, it's just for me. Um, uh, uh, going into you know Dawn of Justice, uh, you uh, they they gave us Wonder Woman, but they just it was so fast on Cyborg and it was so fast on Flash. Um, what the fuck? Like, and then they just throw them right into Justice League. I guess I don't, I don't know. Oh, and Aquaman, uh, and Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman was the other one. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll give my opinion <laughs> on sure. that more. Like, because well, Justice League I have seen, but it's pretty low on my list. Sure. But, that know. that was my number twelve. We'll Drew, right. onto onto your number eleven, sir. So, uh, my number eleven. Some people would expect it to be their bottom of most of our list, but it's 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 gotten better. It's only at the second to the bottom. Uh, the ever epic Batman and Robin. Oh, Batman and Robin. Good old Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, uh, and is that George Clooney? Yep, George Clooney. And, and Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Just- Silverstone. There's a blast from the 90s. Right. Um, I don't know if you heard, yeah. like, one of the actresses in Clueless got arrested or something like that. Uh, was it Stacey Dash? I think so. Yeah, well, sure. Well, you know. It, it, it definitely wasn't Brittany, Brittany Murphy. <laughs> so, but yeah. She got arrested for something. I forget. But, okay. Then, either yeah. way. Uh, oh, man. You and me on the but, phone. Um, yeah. Batman but, and Robin. I do. I'm not. It's. We're like. It. We, we, I'm not, I like, if it were not for me not seeing Justice League, we would be a two and two right now. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's fair. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not as mean to Batman and Robin now. It's still a terrible movie. I'm never going to, oh, like, no, her. no, it's a, it's a horrible film. They have nipples. The nipples and the, I'll be honest, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, I find the pun, hilarious. The puns. Shoot oh, out. Schwarzenegger's the best. Blando Field. Game. Go Packers. Um, I mean, I found, like, you know, Uma Thurman was kind of worse for me. I mean, at least we know Armed Schwarzenegger's not on the back. Reinforced steel. Not good. <laughs> no, I'm right there. I'm 100% right there with you. It's um, a game movie, though. Uh, my old uh, Drink Forever Freeze pun game. I mean, it's Cooli- killed a few people, but it's still fun. Coolio's in it. Yeah. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins did a song for it on the soundtrack. Smashing Pumpkins did do a song for it. It was the, it was either the end is the beginning is the end or the beginning is the end is the beginning. I forget which one. It's one, one, one weirdly like one of those was for Van Robin. One of those was for Watchmen. Watchmen. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent. Very similar movies. I want to uh, say ba- I want to say Batman and Robin was the beginning is the end is the beginning, and then Watchmen was the end is the beginning is the end. Maybe someone can correct you on uh, Twitter. Someone has to, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure someone will. That's fine. Um, uh, yeah. so, it's um, entertaining, honestly, to an extent. It's terrible, but honestly, there's worse movies out there when you really yeah. want to dig into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that brings me to my number 11, uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I remember hearing an interview or reading an interview with Zack Snyder 
and he oh, jesus christ like i wish i could remember the exact thing it was just basically like he saw this thing on breaking bad where vince gilligan had like thought of this one random idea and he put it in the show and he was and it eventually led to something but it was one of those things that if it led to nothing it didn't matter and he had that scene in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, where it's going to lead to something later, but if it ends up not, it's it's just a throwaway scene. Do you know what scene that is, Drew? Um, is it the, the nightmare dream thing? With the flash? Oh, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, no I remember what you're... Oh, no, 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 because that actually does set up for the... The nightmare does set up for the future... Because that sets up for um, not the dark, future that dark, they were intended. Yeah, but but it was it was still it was still introducing dark side. Yeah, which is what Justice League was, right? Dark side. Uh, no, sadly, dark side was not in Justice League. I, what? Well, we'll talk we'll, about we'll get it, to when it, it when we'll uh, get to it when it's on your thing. But I mean, that's what the nightmare was intending, right? Dark side. That was the intending. Like they actually had the symbol of uh, apocalypse on the ground and everything. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. Do a uh, setup because they wanted no. the fast forward button, but yeah, uh, no, it was the scene. It was the scene with Barry Allen. It was the scene with the try. We, we don't don't trust him or whatever. Oh yeah, no, the, yeah. What what they? It the was just it, yeah. Thought. It was just a it was just a bullshit throwaway scene that that if it led to something great and if it didn't lead to anything, fuck it. Like, and uh, fucking, this is why Zack Snyder should not just be, like, directing his own bullshit. Yeah, or movies. <laughs> but that's, I, that's, that's all I gotta say on Donner, because I already said the positive things on your end of it. I said the bullshit pot, negative things on my end of it. Um, oh, it's, this is a sidebar. Is it just me? Like, I'm thinking about, like, Flash's costume and that. The, for some reason, it reminds me of the costumes Minus the helmets of the Power Rangers in the original, like, Power Ranger movie in 95. I would have actually had to have seen the movie more than once to tell you the answer to that. Yeah, I'll look at a picture. Let me know later. I will look at a picture and I'll let you know. All right. Uh, so I want to say this brings us to number 10 for you. Yep. So uh, number 10 for me, because I have seen it, is Justice League. So. Yeah, the best, I'll, I'll say this for the movie, it's shorter than BVS, it's only two hours, so, you know, you get out of the theater quicker, that's pretty nice, and, you know, there's some pluses, like, I do like Gail, Gail Godot as Wonder Woman, actually. Gail, like you, you mean, you mean Gal? Gal Godot? Gail, yeah. It, there's know. no, there's no I in her name. Gail Godot. Yeah. You you would go Gal or Gall. It's either Gaul. of those, but it's not Gale. Gale. It's like all, yeah. uh, either way. <laughs> no, I I I like her. Um, ben Affleck, funny enough, in Batman, like I liked him more in BVS. That's one thing in BVS than um, than I do in this movie because this movie you can kind of clearly see by his acting that he wants to get out of there as fast as possible. Like which he, he did. Which, which he yeah. did. He basically had, like, Jennifer Lawrence X-Men syndrome. <laughs> oh, man. If we had talked about that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Of the two, what, 12 X-Men film, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix was number, like, seven on my list. 
10. There's 10 X-Men film. Yeah, and, and Dark Dark Phoenix would have been seven. Really quick, what would have your number ten X Men been? What would you What would your lowest been? Uh, as much as I dislike Last Stand, um, oh. I actually had to go to X Men Origins Wolverine. All right, that that right. movie I was not a. I thought it was <coughs> like a you, you already know it's Last Stand for me. Yeah, All right, I, mean, I can't judge, but we're not. No, no, there's still one more extra movie to be released someday, possibly. So Some, someday they've been having a fucking trailer for it in the theater for two years. Um, yeah. <coughs> either and way, they do the research for it when what's her name, who uh, plays Arya in Game of Thrones, is like in her forties. Back to back, Batman. Yeah. Uh, so Justice League. Uh, yeah. Anything else you really want to say about it? Um, I don't know. It just. Uh, the villain is probably one of the most inspired villains I've ever seen. Like, he's just a generic CGI monster that looked like he came out of a PS2 CG cutscene. Like, he had no personality. Like I said, it wasn't Darkseid in the movie. It was, like, one of his... I think Disciples. His, yeah, it was... Um, I'm blanking on the... No, that's fine. Name. Steppenwolf. That, that was the villain in it. And he was just, like... I don't know. He he, I don't remember any lines. It was boring. Did, he's like, did he's, did he take he did he did he take him on a magic carpet ride? No, sadly he did not. That would have helped. Do you get oh, that? and also the movie had one of the worst CGs with um, them trying to remove uh, Henry Cavill's Henry's mustache. mustache. Uh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, honestly, uh, you're not you're not missing. And out they anything. completely and they completely fucking spoiled like the full reveal of Superman on that uh, when like the fucking poster came out and the poster is Superman up in the front. Like, get the fuck out of here! It, All it, right. It, fairness, I mean, it's not like no one thought that. Everyone, Superman. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Endgame. Like, every no one, no one thought that they were gonna keep them all dead. Like, come on. Yeah. But moving on. Uh, what are we on number? See, for me, I'm missing. I'm I we, we added we added mask and and I did the numbers weird for me. So we're on number ten, right? Yeah. My number ten, Batman and Robin. It's not a bad film, but it's not it's not a good film. Uh, and we already talked about it with you, so yeah. Uh, that's why, well, pardon me, I told you this one isn't going to go super long, but it's going to go long enough. Uh, number nine, hit me, Drew. So this is probably going to be our biggest disagreement. So believe it or not, I'm not as mean to this movie as I used to be, but I'm going to go Batman Returns. Go, oh, and- Jesus. I feel bad since I told you where it kind of was on my list. Jesus, I- Drew. No, well, it's fine. It- it's all right, Bat- Batman Returns. There's some things I can definitely like like about it now. Like I, I will always say this for Michael Keaton. We'll probably more get into it when we get to you know the original movie. But I appreciate his him in the costume actually does seem intimidating. But I never really liked how his Batman was just basically some like crazy person who liked killing people. Though in fairness, it was better. Than... You, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. But and that's not his fault. But I've I don't know. I never really like no, the characters. He, they they chose he chose to do that. That's all Keaton. 
but sorry, no, yeah. no. Uh, I, 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 bro, we'll get it. We'll get into it when I talk. I'll, I'll talk. I, I won't. I won't say. I'll let you do all the talking on this one because I got nothing. Thing I got. I got nothing but positive things to say about this film when we get to it on my pick. So, yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where is it um, a good movie? It's entertaining. Yes. I think it's kind of more campy than people want to think it is because people tend to think that Tim Burton movies aren't campy when they're very campy. Honestly, both of the original movies are. I'm not going to say as campy as the Schumacher films. They're camp, yeah, but they're but they're also very dark. They're they're dark, but you can be dark and campy sometimes. Like Batman Returns has like like penguins with the rockets are going to destroy the city. Yeah, yeah, because it what also peng- blended in with the. That's the what penguin, penguin does. Yeah, it also blended in with. Um, the before that the penguin's gonna like fucking abduct everyone's child uh like firstborn child and drown him in the sewer yep so, um, yep that, that's but, a little bit of um hey i'm all for i'm all for it i'm all for it it's a little Oswald, bit of tonal dissonance in that one but i will give Oswald, and this props michelle pfeiffer as Catwoman is iconic i won't ever i won't doubt ever complain about that and her and michael keaton are actually pretty good together and like I said, I used to really dislike this movie. I actually saw this movie when I saw this movie in the theater when I was a kid. I remember even like getting like the Happy Meal toys, if you remember that. I remember, I remember those. I think I got the the Spinny Penguin mobile, mm-hmm. as I recall. But I don't, I don't like like Michael Keaton's Batman isn't really Batman. And there's one thing that it's a nitpick but i've never really liked about the tim burton movies is do you know they never mentioned um wayne enterprises in the tim burton movies at all no yeah it's it's always like he's just some rich dude sure sure they 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 have uh billy d williams as harvey dent in the first film and they don't even mention him in the second one that's a that's a shame that's, That's a shame because I would have loved to have seen Billy D. Williams' Two Face. Well, we'll probably get to that more when we get to Batman Forever. Dude, that's that's like the first that's like the first like reverse reverse swappage that they've done. Yeah. When you think about it, because they've done it with a bunch of people. You know, they did it Kingpin, they did it Nick Fury. But you think yeah. about it, Harvey Dent was the first one. He was the first one. The weird thing though is like he was supposed to be like with Batman, and that's the weird thing about the old Batman movies is that they're kind of in the same continuity, but they change show drastically from Returns in Forever to like kind of like the gothic look of the Burton ones to like the neon look of the Schumacher ones, and then yeah. Harvey Dent turns white, kind of half white, half purple. Oh yeah, because dude, I fucking goddamn it. I legit was like half white, half purple, and I'm like, oh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, but that's the acid, man. That's the acid. So the um, acid turned him white and purple. No, he was already white. The acid turned him purple. Do you remember okay. the video? He had the 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 envelope, the 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 folder, and he covered half of his face. So oh, no, Drew, God damn it, Drew! I'm not getting into this with you right now. Uh, you goddamn son of a bitch! All right. Batman, uh, but you're, you're God. number nine. God damn, number nine. Dark Knight Rises. My number nine is Dark Knight Rises. 
Um, I like the Nolan films, but there are other films that I like more than than that one. And I le- there's a lot on the board above that. Um, you're really quiet because I know there are certain films that you're like, really, you think that is better than Dark Knight Rises? And yes, yes, I do. You know, I'm not going to get on to that one because like Dark Knight Rises is kind of a weird movie for me because I can never decide really how much I like it. Like, I don't, it's like too, too happy ending, bad and too flawed to be great, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I still think it's a good, uh, I'll get into my thoughts, I guess, when we get, when I get to it. Sure. But it's one of those weird movies where, like, you ever have a movie that you've seen and it's like, you can never really put, you think like, there's certain things you really like about it and you want to say you like it, but then there's certain things you really there- don't like about it. And you can't say, like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of any of those right now, but, I mean, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But, yeah, Dark Knight Rises for me uh, is is number nine, um, just because, um, I don't know, I, like, it it, it finished up the series, you know, and it, it really tied everything together, uh, but I wasn't a big fan of uh, Bane, um, and mm. any and anyone that knows, yeah, I actually um, like in that movie. Uh, he was Tom Hardy was good. I mean, but anyone anyone that knows comic, anyone that knows Batman comics, uh, they aren't going to divert from from Raja Ghoul's story. Like they're, I I at no point was like, no, Raja Ghoul didn't have a son. He had Talia. Like the yeah. whole time, the whole time, I'm like, I'm that like, was such a bad twist. Yeah, and it, and and so the whole time, like the whole time he's spoiler. flirting with her. You know, spoiler alert! That was film was so long. So, but no, anyone that knows Batman, I mean, anyone that's going in there to enjoy the film that 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 has no idea about the Batman history and the comics and all that, uh, probably, oh, what? No way! He had a daughter, and then it's, there's that. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm just like, no, he he had a daughter. So yeah. the, the 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 twist on it uh, did not did not surprise me because I saw it coming. But other than that, for me, the movie kind. I'll get into it more, but the movie kind of falls down a little bit around the the ending for me. Sure, sure. Uh, and it also had so much to stand up to going against the Dark Knight. Which, which yeah, is, yeah. which is, which is, yeah. I, so we'll probably get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but yeah, you're n- number eight for you. So number eight for me is gonna be Batman Forever. Now, I actually have some nostalgia for this movie more so than for whatever reason the a lot of the other older Batman films. Partially because I was a big uh, Jim Carrey mark in the 90s. And as I thought him being the Riddler was like the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I still found him entertaining. I think Val Kilmer, underrated Batman. Um, and I will say I didn't get into this with when I was talking about Batman Returns, but it was one of the issues um, like I've had with Burton's Batman's is he doesn't really get into Batman very much. <laughs> the character it's more focused on the villains which forever still kind of is but they try to at least have an arc that batman's trying to follow 
And I kind of, I'm not saying they did it like great or anything, but I kind of appreciated that. Um, and Chris O'Donnell wasn't as annoying in Batman Forever as he was in Batman and Robin. Absolutely. Um, at the same time, though, I mean, Nicole Kidman, um, I think it's kind of cliche to kind of name the, the female love interest of the main character, Chase. <laughs> I never, romance. I never, dude, I never even, I was a kid when that movie came out, so I didn't even get that <laughs> shit. Uh, but but it's also uh, Tommy Lee. Well, we were talking about, and I love Tommy Lee Jones. You love Tommy. Yeah, Lee Jones. yeah. But he was a real he was a real dick on that set. Yeah, well, but he didn't have enough he, time. He didn't have time for uh, Jim Carrey's buffoonery. <laughs> That's why he was such a serious character in that movie. Why does Tommy Lee Jones always look like he's just dissatisfied with something his son just did? He he kind of. I'm pretty sure he came out of the womb like that. Oh my god, I'd love to see baby photos of Tommy Lee Jones and it's just him as like an old wrinkly baby looking dissatisfied. (laughs) I bet his first first words were, I don't care. (laughs) That was his his first sentence. His first words were just, were just, no. Yep. But like, I like Tommy Lee Jones as as an actor. I mean, if we go like No Country for Old Men is probably one of my favorite movies. And he's right but i love i love men in black oh yeah same here best will smith movie i uh, will agree with you on that one um but his two-face was just like if if anyone knows anything about the comics the last thing that two-face is is a jovial a jovial cackling maniac and yeah so and it's it's always like like with two-face you got this character in the movie who's you know got one part of his face is just disgusting and hideous and just grotesque. And the other part of his face is purple. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't tell jokes like that when you're so coughing. But uh, it's just my it's just me getting over the flu. I'm not gonna lie, the only thing I like about having the flu is the is the the ridiculous uh uh um, oh, I just forgot his fucking name. The dog from Hanna Barbera. Um, he like Wimpley, like because <laughs> he oh. has that. He has that. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if you can hear that. talk about. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, no, it's the only thing. I don't know. But yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Batman Forever is your number eight. Um, yep. And we can just keep going because my number eight, Drew, is Batman Forever. Uh, yeah. This will be. This is the first link up for us. We would have had more link ups uh, once again. We're not for Justice League, but either way, um, yeah, Batman Forever. Uh, I remember seeing it in the theater. My mom worked for a, a video store, so we went to this. Um, they used to have like the this event for and i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast before but they used to have these events that were like mini conventions for independent films that were coming out and you could go around and they'd have some bigger names and stuff like i won a a a pulp fiction jean jacket uh i i met a couple b-rated actors when i was a young kid they gave away a lot of a lot of free swag um, but one of the things they gave away is they gave away posters for Batman Forever. 
And somewhere, if they are still around, I'm sure they're not worth anything, but I have a full set. I have separate posters for Batman, for Robin, for uh, Joker, for Two-Face. They had a poster for Nicole Kidman. Um, I want to say it was those five. And, and like, I want to say we have, like, at least one full set, if not two full sets. Do you like, remember... Be- um... So I remember around the time they had these uh, I trading think it was cards. McDonald's had the cups, these glass oh, cups. I I remember the cups. Yes, I also remember. Do you remember the trading cards? I th- yeah, I, I do. Dude, I my parents got a one somewhere. Bro, my pa- my parents bought like two or three boxes, so Same. I could have. Yeah, I, dude, I don't remember why. I think, like, my, my mother, my dude, like, I have so much random bullshit that my mom got that she just thought, like, was going to be money one day. Like, I have sets upon full sets of McDonald's toys, of, of like, Toy Story, and when they did re-released, like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, like, I have just boxes uh, somewhere of just McDonald's toys, like, all in the original wrapping. I probably somewhere have a full set of the Batman Forever Cups. But yeah, dude, Batman Forever trading cards. Like, I had like two full sets. You know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I think that happened like that's like 95 is when that movie came out. Um, that it was, was also around the, the time. Useless his, uh, comic history note there was a, sure. a period called the Speculator Boom, which everyone kept releasing like trading cards and number one issues of comic books because that was when the reports were coming in that like old Superman and Batman comics, like the originals, were fetching a, a lot of money so they just kept making number ones for people to buy them except right. they understand that one of the reasons those comics were survival not just because they were number ones but they were no one in like 1939 and 1940 thought that those are going to be super valuable and they would just throw them away yeah and that's what they... caused marvel to go bankrupt in the 90s right. <laughs> or yeah it's it's you know there are very few pristine copies because yeah. very very few people you know, like, like I tried to teach you comics, but no, no, no. You wanted to play Little League. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know what that's from? Uh, yeah, I feel like I've heard it before, but I'm blanking on where it's from. <laughs> it's from Mallrats. Oh. Remember how that. house rules apply? Touch not, lest ye be touched. <laughs> oh, and uh, you should later, because uh, Jay and Silent Bob were actually on AEW tonight. Oh, yeah, no, I saw Kevin Smith uh, posting about it. Uh, oh, ooh, if you are, because uh, I'm saying this now because I forgot, and I'm going to talk about this at the beginning of the podcast anyways. If you are free on the 17th at 7 o'clock, they are doing a Fathom Events of Jay and Silent Bob Reboot with a double feature of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Um, at the theater at the theater down here by my house. And if you want to come, I'm going to record an episode afterwards with anyone that wants to join me. I'll have to give it some thought. So it's Thursday. My... It's the 17th, so it's like two weeks away. Oh, okay. We'll see. But, but cool. Well, what number are we on? I'm going to go right back to the podcast because we're rambling right now. Yeah. We, okay, were, on, we, we were on number we eight. We were on no, no, eight. No, it's, we both... it's fine. It's fine. We both said Batman forever. So number seven for you, good sir. So number seven for me um, is the uh, original based off the TV show. I mean, technically, I guess the comics, too, but it's really more the TV show is the Adam West Batman movie that all had right. all the uh, the original villains. You know, vil- 
Yeah. So he, but here's a quick quiz, uh, though. Who do you think hit their mustache better, Henry Cavill or Cesar Romero? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I want to just say I love I love Caesar uh, because he he was such a star at the time that he refused to to shave his mustache, and there was nothing they could really do about it. Like oh, no, there was there was no way to get rid of it. Kid. Oh no, I never noticed it as a kid either. But now you look at as an adult, and you're like, that dude has a mustache. Yeah, and that's that's a beard. Um, <laughs> inside joke. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but no, and yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's so over the top uh, because it's the 1960s and it's Adam West and it's Burt Ward and it's Burgess Meredith and it's it's uh, Eartha Kitt, like. And I don't remember the name of Riddler or or um, uh, Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin, and they didn't have a poison ivy, right? No, I don't no. think she was ever. I don't think she was in the '60s show. I that's could be so, wrong, but I don't. that's so weird. And yeah, that's was, the funny thing is 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 they brought so in the '60s, and and I'm just I'm just gonna say right now because we're talking about it and we're just gonna continue to talk about it. My number seven is the 1960s Adam West Batman. So we are we. So once again, back to back, bop bop. Um, they were so over the top. That I loved it as a kid, but they brought in so many villains. Yeah, they brought in yeah. so many villains that that the TV show would never the TV, like Gotham never would have thought about bringing in that the movies would never think about bringing in. They brought in Egghead. They brought in the Sphinx. Like like I want to say Vincent Price played Egghead. And huh. and I remember that as a kid. Like, there are so many random villains that they just brought in to, to have. And I don't even know if those were original Batman comic villains, but I remember them as a kid because I watched it on TV land when I was, you know, younger. Well, and, but, and I used to be someone who kind of frowned on that show because I used to look at Batman as like the big serious hero. But now I'm like, I appreciate that show a lot more. It was... And there's been some, there was goofy Batman comics back in the day when you look at it, like when he got turned into a baby and shit. So I I can appreciate it. It it was a fun show. It was harmless. And honestly, if it wasn't for that show, I don't think Batman would be as popular as he is today without that show. No, I I will agree with you 100%. Adam West definitely brought Batman into the mainstream uh, in a way that everyone could relate and enjoy. Because it wasn't it wasn't serious. It was very lighthearted. Which, if it were not for that, who knows? Who knows if we would have ever if we'd even be talking about you know if we'd be talking about all these movies. Yeah, it is, but, it is, that's true. So I, I commend him for that. And those, and plus, you know, Adam West is great on Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> he he was absolutely uh, amazing Adam. on on Family Guy as Adam West. Uh, a little right. bit soft. A little bit softer now. A little bit softer now. Uh, Drew! <laughs> what number are we on? The six. Hit me. So, number six is where I'm going to go Dark Knight Rises. Now, right. again, I was saying there are things that I do 
in this movie does for me that I think are very well. Like, I think it has some of the strongest, like, action of any of the Nolan films. Like, Bane and Batman fighting. Um, the opening scene with the fucking uh, plane and everything was pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, there, there was some fun action. Uh, Christian Bale, you know, bat voice, notwithstanding, but a really good performance. And like I said, we're in disagreement, but I liked Bane. I thought he was a good villain. I mean... I don't think he was he was a bad villain. I just wish they had I I I don't either I wish they had done more with him. Like Yeah, I like I will just say right now he went out like a bitch. Yeah, like, I, he was yeah, he was the main villain, but like they could have done they could have just they could have done so much more with him. Yeah, they could have. And it was saying because Tom Hardy was really good. That was the start of, you know, he, he whenever he does a movie, he has to have something covering up his face. Just has to have it. Um, has to have it. But, like, he was good as Bane. He was, he, it was interesting, like, how he didn't even look like, like, Bane in the comics is, like, a ridiculous size. And even though he's obviously not as big as Bane in the comics, but he still looked physically imposing and scary. Um, but I'll compliment him. I thought Anne Hathaway was a, a pretty good Catwoman. But when I look at, even though she disappeared, like, like a good chunk of the movie, it felt like. But, oh, huh. so that's what that feels like. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's what that feels like. Yeah. There's, it, my, that's, there's my veil for you. Yeah. Or my, well, the scene when he returns. So you've come back to die with your city. I'm I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, I'll give Bane. Bane, I actually understood everything he said, unlike Batman. Sure, but sure. To, I, I just always think like I I don't see why that movie had to take like seven years after uh, Dark Knight, and he was like apparently so broken, like from and when you include like from Begins to Dark Knight was maybe about a year. So he had like about a year as Batman and then like he stops being Batman, they say, at the end of Dark Knight and all of a sudden he's like broken and has no cartilage in his knees unless he gets a magic knee brace. And, uh, and Marion Coltiara I, is a really good actress, but I did not really like her in this movie. Either. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it, it's kind of weird because I like I have Batman Returns ranked lower for me, but I feel like I said more good about that than than Rises. Sure, but that's, that's all- Rise, Rises has some pretty high highs, but it has some damn low lows. And so, but yeah, that's where it comes in at number six for me. Sure, absolutely. Uh, coming in number six for me uh, is a movie I remember seeing in the theater. But I don't remember a lot about this movie, and that is Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. That is pretty high up there for for me. I'd recommend watching it again at some point because you, you say that's pretty. Oh, oh, it's it's pretty high up for you. I got, I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I don't remember a lot about it. So in reality, it should possibly be lower on my list, um, but um, I don't I don't remember being dissatisfied with it as a child. 
Well, and so. it's also like if you remember, I pretty sure you remember the Batman animated series well enough, and yes, how great that series was. At um, I, I'm not gonna say at the time because it's still great now. Like it's yeah. one of the age cartoons of the '90s. The '90s had a has a lot of cartoons. I think that has a pretty slew well. of amazing cartoons. But I think that me personally, and maybe have a, I have a Batman bias, but I think that cartoon is a, aged the best. Um, and and that. Uh, again, I'll talk about how more how I feel about it when it comes up on my list. But yeah, it, it's. I mean, you also got Mark Hamill too. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh of course. Um, I could wax intellectually about uh, for hours about Mark Hamill. That guy is amazing. Um, we we could do we could do just a separate episode just on Mark Hamill films, but that's for yeah. a discussion for a separate time. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's my number six six. Mask of the Phantasm, uh, top five. We're closing in on the uh, on the the top three. Number five for you, my good friend. Number five for me is going to be Lego Batman. That was that was a fun movie. I I really liked it. I it, and I kind of liked how it at the same time was kind of making fun of Batman, but like the cliches, but also kind of feels like it also loves batman and i kind of enjoyed uh it was just a very hilarious movie like i i was laughing on my out of my seat when i saw it and it's a it's a really funny movie yeah and, and wh- i wonder where, where all net would uh rank on time on like all the batmans he, he might be up there he's pretty funny he, he's pretty funny um and and it's something that we can continue to talk about uh because my number five Lego Batman. So, um, it, <coughs> yeah. What's uh, up? Here's a quick trivia, though. Do you know who does the voice of Two Face in Lego Batman? Uh, no, I do not know who does the voice of Two Face in Lego Batman. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> That's. I will have he to rewatch. Finally, that. got to play Two Face. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, do you know who does the voice of Bane in that movie? I do not. Doug Benson, comedian Doug oh. Benson. Huh. He, do you know? Do you know how? And, and so you're not going to know this, but the way he got the role is because on his podcast, Doug Loves Movies. Whenever he starts the 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 games, because he has the introduction portion and then he has his games, and whenever he starts the games, he always goes, "Let the games begin." <laughs> and the no. director of the movie listened to his podcast. And then casted him as Bane in the movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I love that cast. Uh, I think it's uh, amazing. Um, I want to say, um, oh, I forgot her real name, uh, but the the group uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate McCucci. Kate oh. McCucci. She's Clayface. <laughs> They got. They got a. I'm like. I'm like. Ninety nine percent sure she's Clayface. Dude, you look at the cast of that movie, and the cast of that movie is amazing. Like, so Rosario Dawson do the voice of um, Batgirl in that movie? Uh, uh, she may. Uh, she may possibly. Um, give me a second. Pretty sure but, she did. But no, I do that. I mean, once again, like it should possibly be. Uh, you know, a little higher. Um, but the other ones I feel are, you know, yes, Rosario Dawson did do 
uh, Batgirl. Uh, Ralph Fiennes was Alfred Pennyworth. Uh, Zach Galifianakis was the Joker. Jenny Slate was Harley Quinn. Jason Manzukis was the Scarecrow. Conan O'Brien was the Riddler. Doug Benson was Bane. Yeah, Billy D. Williams was Two-Face. Zoe Kravitz was Catwoman. Kate Micucci was Clayface. Ricky Lindholm, who is the other half of uh, uh, Garfunkel and Oates, was Poison Ivy. Eddie Izzard was Voldemort. Seth Green was King Kong. Jermaine Clement was Sauron. Uh, Ellie Kemper, who played uh, the receptionist, whose name I'm forgetting right now, on The Office, was Phyllis. Bro, Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill, Adam Devine, uh, Hector Elizondo, Mariah Carey. Man, we're, we're, we're talking about, like, the Adam West Batman have, having the guests have all those villains. Man, Lego Batman had, I think, all of them. Yeah, Chris... Had, uh, Chris Kane. Bro, they... they they had so many. Like, where do, where do the actual villains stop? Uh, Medusa, Meryl Class, Jim Gordon, The Flash, Green Lantern, Superman. So, yeah, they have a bunch of... Yeah, bro. Like, it's crazy, that cast. Yeah, um, that was a very... That was a fun movie, though. That that was... Um, you know, I think at that time when it came out, it was the best DC movie since uh, Dark Knight, I would probably argue about. I would oh, argue yeah. That. Yeah. I'll agree with you on that one. Um, going from uh, number five to number four. All right. So we're getting, we're at, we're already, I just tell getting to Lego Batman, we're at the best of the best. So I am now going to get, I'm getting to Batman, the original 1989 film with Jack Nicholson and uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. So. Weirdly, I kind of, I think, saw that movie a little later than... I actually even saw, like, the animated, uh, animated series before I saw that movie. The animated series and even Batman Returns. But I definitely... Like, my, I'll say this when you're always debating, like, the best Batmans. And we'll probably talk about it more when we get into more, like, the Nolan stuff. But one thing I always give Michael King credit for is Michael King's not a tall dude. Um, but when he's in the bat suit, he's probably the scariest looking Batman. Like there's something about like there's like his stoic craziness that sure. you never know he'll do to you. And of I'll... course, you know, Jack Nicholson's iconic in that as well. Oh, of course. Um I'm a fan I'm a fan of Keaton. I'm a fan of Keaton's Batman. I'm a fan of Keaton's Bruce Wayne. And that's the thing that a lot of people get twisted. Like you can be a great Batman and you can be a shitty Bruce Wayne. You could be a great Bruce Wayne and you can be a shitty Batman. Like yeah. Christian, Christian Bale, Christian Bale, great Bruce Wayne, amazing Bruce Wayne. Definitely in my top three of Bruce Wayne's not, not in my top three of Batman, not, not in my top three at all. Batman. That's fair. I don't think Bale's a shitty. Well, we could talk about it more later, but I don't think Bale's a shitty Batman, but I, I will agree. He's definitely stronger outside of the suit than he is in it. Um, yeah. But like, even like some, when I think back, what I appreciate about that movie more is just, it, it just like think how Gotham city itself looks like when you remember like Gotham and like the, the comics or even the cartoon show, it always has this kind of like this dark, like thirties era grunginess. If that makes sense. Sure. And, and it looks like it's like the city looks like its own character in the in having a Batman uh, returns this a little bit, or it's a little more in the first one for me than the second one. 
but like how it has it just this the it looks the city itself looks like a character itself like it looks like when i think of gotham city i think of the one that tim burton did yes um, my, absolutely my ne- negative again is one thing i just don't like is how often keaton is fucking killing everybody like he blows up a chemical plant and it's like how many people are in that chemical plant what's the dangers of blowing up a chemical plant like Damn, I'm, he's murdering everybody. Like, not Ben Affleck murdering everybody, but still. Yeah, but he's not uh, Superman. It's true. Well, you're doing them snapping necks and everything. Yeah, and, but and, I mean. And then the one he, scene where he fires in the, uh, the Batwing at the Joker and he misses all those times. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a better aiming system. It's it's supposed to aim right on. There's a big red target. Oh, and a but, <laughs> and yeah, and then it yeah. shoots like twenty feet in front of him. Yeah, but of course, no. you know, as a plus, it also has Bob. So Bob is amazing. Bob, Bob is Bob is my favorite. I've said it before. I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. My favorite character in Batman is Bob, and and fucking goddamn it, it wasn't even until I was an adult that I realized he died. <laughs> yeah. Man, Bob, that, give, that, me, give me your gun. Boom. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. That's just like a show of the, like how, you know, how works, working in America is you'll be a loyal employee, employee break your back for you. someone. Yeah, they'll just shoot you. Give you a pink shoot, slip. With just shoot you. There yeah. you go. All right. But, well, that, it's an iconic movie, though. I, I it, will always. It is. I think, I think these next two, you and I are definitely going to uh, swap them on. My number four is Batman Begins. Mm, okay. <clears throat> the first one from Nolan. Um, I really, I, I remember. I want to say you and me went and saw that one in the theater. I think we were both were going to AMC at the time. I think we might have been. So we might have seen that one more than once. Um, but yeah, Batman Begins. It was a good. It was a good way to come back to Batman from the Batman we had had because the Batman that was before that was Batman and Robin. Yeah, Batman you know, dead and buried at that point. Yeah, uh, Batman and Robin happened, and then no one, no one was touching Batman. No one was doing anything with Batman, uh, and then Christopher Nolan comes along and brings us Batman Begins, uh, and I, I, I loved it. It's great. I can, uh, I can watch it at least once a month. That's it's. I'm, I'm not saying I could watch it every day, but I, I, th- I, I think it's, it's great. Number, number four for me is definitely Batman Begins. Um, uh, it was it was a great film. The the twist with uh, with Raja Ghoul was great. I loved it. Um, that's I, I I'm I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to be talking about it pretty soon with you. Uh, so my number four is Batman Begins, and I'll just go right into number three for you. Yeah, well, we're just going to keep talking about because my number three is Batman Begins. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, and like with um, because I remember I think I actually saw that movie before you did at AMC because I remember. I don't know if I was working projection that day because um, it, it was me, uh, our old co- uh, co-worker, Rob Marshall. And, hey. uh, and I, forget, I think it was someone else, but we, we had the print, came in early. It was, and It was probably Alfonso. Man, it might have been Alfonso. But uh, at the time, you know, I was kind of like, I was kind of unassuming about that movie. I, like, I remember we went to Comic-Con that year and we went to a panel that had ba- that they're talking about Batman Begins. Uh, I think um, you went to a panel that talked about Batman Begins. 
the first panel, yeah. pardon me, the first panel I ever went to at Comic Con uh, was the Ghost Rider panel, and I we only went to that one because what was after the Ghost Rider panel, Drew? The Spider Man Three panel. The Spider Man Three panel. And, and we what? And what did and and what did Mikey go do? What did Mikey go do instead of instead of sitting in the Spider Man three panel? Didn't he get some autographs? He went and met he went he went and met Steve Lemmy and Jay Candashanda Shakar from goddamn Broken Lizards. Oh, bastard! But that's no, that's all right. That's all right because I stole his Michael Madsen voicemail idea. So uh, because um, he wanted to go because he wanted to go with his uncle to play the ponies. And they didn't even go play. And they didn't even go play the ponies. Batman Begins, your number three. It's a great film. Yeah, it's like, like I said, one of my things that I I never loved about the first four films is it always felt <coughs> Batman himself wasn't like he wasn't the main character. It always seemed like it was focused on the villains. And this is the first one that really kind of goes into his origin story. I love the first part of the movie where he's, um, you know getting the uh like going up the mountain training and everything and then just the cast bail um this is what i always say going into bail with his batman is i think i would argue he's the best uh it's not me saying he's the best batman but i do think he's the best actor to play batman not to diss on michael king because michael king himself is a great actor but bail has a lot of range as an actor sure sure and his and he's Bruce definitely Wayne, he's definitely a committed actor yeah i don't think he ever fully like looking back i don't think he ever fully nailed the part because like outside the bat suit bale is money when he's inside the bat suit though i will also say i the costume that he had in like the other two uh rises and uh dark knight i think always kind of I'll, I'll get into that more later but was always kind of eh. But I yeah. actually love the costume in the first uh, in Batman Begins. Like, I always liked how it looked. Like, made him look more imposing. His voice in Batman Begins wasn't as bad as it, you know, as bad got. as it gets. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would think if you were to ask me what I think his strongest performance in a Batman movie is, I would actually probably go Batman Begins as well. Okay. And, like, you know, I love, in the twist, I did not, as you said, you know, I didn't see it coming. And a lot of twists these days, I, I feel like I always like call it before it happens. But in that movie, I was like, that that was like... Oh, Rage yeah. Ghoul? Yeah, no one, no one saw it coming. Yeah, and Silly Murphy, really good as the Scarecrow. Like, really, the only thing that was a negative on the movie was Katie Holmes. Wasn't particularly great. But I, I liked her as Rachel Dawson. I, I mean, thought, I don't think she was, I think, she was I think terrible, she but good. she wasn't that... She didn't stand out as like being like, oh, like I, I, think Mag- I think Maggie Jill, I think Maggie Gyllenhaal did a better job. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's 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 neither here nor there. So your number three, Batman Begins. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, I think that's about it. You know, like I said, I love Batman Begins at the time. I wasn't really expecting much from the movie. It's like, oh, there's another Batman movie, you know, because Again, at that point, everyone thought Batman was dead, so it was kind of sure. weird they were releasing it. But then all of a sudden, I see it at AMC, and I'm like, "Oh wow, damn!" Yeah, like, Batman. This is a real like Batman, awesome movie. Batman movie. Absolutely. Uh, my number three, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. 
Batman. Nice. I I love this movie. I remember watching this movie continuously as a child. We had it on on VHS, and I I remember watching it all the time. I remember having a birthday party, and they're like, "You can put on whatever you want," and I was like, "Okay, we're putting on Batman." And everyone like no one like we it was on, and we'd watch it, and then we'd go do stuff, and it was always you know it was just on. But I always remember Batman. I remember having the Batmobile uh, toy. I remember having the Batman action figure. I remember having a Joker. I remember having a Bob. They had a Bob action figure. Oh, I've seen I, that. I remember. I had it. I remember having it. Um, I love the original uh, Michael Keaton uh, Batman. Uh, let's talk about, for just a second, if not longer, the fact that the entire soundtrack... The entire soundtrack for the original Batman movie is done by who, Drew? Prince. Prince. How amazing is that? Prince did the entire soundtrack for Batman. It's, a, it's crazy. Dude, Halloween is right around the corner. Guaranteed, I at some point will be blasting Bat Dance. Because that is a goddamn Halloween song. Have you gone to, like, have you dressed as Bob for Halloween yet? I've never dressed as Bob for Halloween. You should do that. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I love it. That's my number three. We've already kind of talked about it. Let's get into it. Number two for you. Number I already, two. I, I already know what it is. So, uh, number two for me is going to be Batman: Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's at the time everyone kind of for like it just kind of flew under the radar. Like that's when. <laughs> You know, you got the live action, and no one really took it seriously because it was animation. Sure, but it like he, here's the thing: like going, if you you of course, you know, you grew up in the '90s, like me. You you remember uh, Roger Ebert, Siskel and Ebert? Sure. And R- Roger, um, you know, I, I liked Roger Ebert. He always never really liked any of the Batman films. When you go back and look at his review, he wasn't a big fan of them. But the um, until like it got to begins. But the except there was one Batman film in that time that he did give a really good review to, and that was this one. And I could kind of see why, because it has, again, if you've seen the series, um, as you know, great animation. And if you're going to ask me who I think the best Batman is overall, including everything, it's Kevin Conroy. Kevin is not even close. Yeah. And yeah. And of course, you got the Joker in it is Mark Hamill, which I, I will still say also, you know. I've probably already spoiled my number one, but I'll get into it. But my bet, my favorite Joker would probably be Mark Hamill as well. Because sure. he just captures that character. I actually just found out the other day, I thought this was really interesting, Diedrich Bader voiced Batman in one of the animated series. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I found that out the other day. Because it was Batman Day, and Kevin Smith posted on, on all of his, his stuff uh, photos with every Batman that he has met, and oh. one of and one of them was with him and Diedrich Bader from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and that just make that I, I went down that hole and I was like, Diedrich Bader is Batman? Question mark? Question mark? And yeah, he voiced he voiced him. Yeah, IMD IMDb that shit. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, and Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, you know, Mark Hamill, and the Phantasm, it's like, has a really good story. It's the, it goes the closest into Batman's, like, kind of origin and early history as Batman. Um, the Phantasm herself, or a uh, spoiler, but great character. Um, 
Yeah, I, I love that movie. It, it it took me a while to kind of appreciate it because I never saw it. But when I finally saw it, like in my twenties, like wow, I was, I was blown away by that one as well. So it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it and you love Batman, what's wrong with you? Go see it. Go see it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's easy to get it. It's not even on the DC streaming service if you have that. Uh, which I do not. But there you go. If you have that, that brings me to my number two. And that would be Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, Batman Returns. I uh, hold this movie near and dear to my heart. Um, it, it is. It is. I remember seeing it at the Del Mar Flower Hill Theater. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Off of uh, it, it was the theater right by the Del Mar uh, Fairgrounds. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's where I saw it. I saw it. Um, and the funny thing is, is like you have friends in your life that are like your best friend when you're a kid and then you move or they move and, and then you just like, you, you know, it was the eighties. It was the nineties. There's no social media. And yeah. I remember, I remember going with my best friend, Adrian and his dad, John and and the kid you know it's he lived down the street from me and i slept at his house all the time and he slept at my house all the time and and i i wish for the life of me that i could remember his last name only thing i remember about him is his dad owned a a shop in encinitas and this will be funny anyone that knows the encinitas area so there's la paloma and then there's d street and right between la paloma and d street there's that little back door for d street well that used to be a separate shop it was called Back Alley hmm. Peddlers, and it was just this little area that if you ever go into D Street, if you go into D Street with me, I, like you can see where there should be a wall, and they expanded it to a completely different area. And it was just this little mom and pop knickknack shop, and he had a bunch of stuff, and he ended up getting kicked out because I think the landlord found out that him and his son were actually living in the little uh, living space uh, up top, and they weren't supposed to be doing that. Um, but that's the that's the way they were doing it, and uh, and yeah. But that was a little side tangent on my end. Uh, but I went to see it. It's the first film I remember seeing Christopher Walken in. I think that's actually it's, the first film I've seen Christopher Walken in too. I uh, yeah, it, I, I'm pretty sure it's the first film I remember seeing Michelle Pfeiffer in that I kind of knew it was Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, but no, I, I there are so many great things about that movie. Um, that I love it. It's my number two, um, which brings us to number one. And if anyone which at home, the same. which is if anyone at home has been keeping track, you and I have do this, dude. So on twelve films, we have lined up on four of them, which is just a crazy. But yeah, number one for you, number one for me, The Dark Knight. Dark. Yeah, that. So it's, so the, it's the definitive Batman movie. Yeah, I think it is the definitive live action Batman movie. Like it, it was. Now, I th- I don't think a lot of like. Well, some people to re- remember, like maybe not if you're like super like, young, like a baby, like if you're born after like 2000. Um, but like I remember, you know, going into that movie, like how much, like you know, Heath Ledger just passed. You know, he passed away. I think like. It was January, I remember, as when I was working at Edwards, I think. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah, you, you, uh, you were up there. I was already living in San Diego with Nikki. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, 
Well, yeah, I was about to. Oh, yeah, before actually, it was a little before I was going to be moving uh, in with you guys about a couple months before then. It was one hundred. It was one hundred percent because the week that he passed away, I did Joker makeup for Eddie, for Rocky, and then I remember taking a photo of it on Scott's computer in his room. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so sorry for anyone that's listening to our side banter of our previous life that you know nothing about. Yeah, it definitely so, doesn't feel long ago or anything. Yeah, so. sorry, 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 not sorry. It's me and Drew are yeah. best fucking friends. But um, everyone was just kind of like, you know, well, why is this? Um, and I don't like it, it's offensive that people said this, but they basically like uh, homophobia saying like, oh, he was in the gay cowboy movie. Like, why the hell is he playing the Joker? And then, of course, the movie comes out and uh, and, and just <laughs> blown away. Yeah. Like and everyone who was doubting him looked pretty stupid. I think anyone that 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 doubts anyone, it's it's like when everyone came out and they're like, "Oh, Ben Affleck's gonna be a horrible uh, Batman." I was like, "Yeah." Everyone said that Heath Ledger was gonna be a horrible Joker. Everyone's like, "Oh, Jack Nicholson is the definitive Joker." No, no, no. Heath Ledger is the definitive Joker. Like he committed himself. He committed himself so much to this character that he gave his life for it. Not literally, but he, he no. was. I would say he literally died because he, he took so many pills because of what he went through in the process of becoming the Joker. Eh, I don't think it drove him to craziness, but I'm not I mean... saying crazy. I'm not saying craziness, but I'm saying like like I, you can read about it like he he dove into the character of the Joker and it just took him to dark places that in order for him just to get to sleep, he had to take he had to take pills for it. Yeah. He had to take pills just to get out of that mind frame and just to get out of that 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 place that he was in. He, like he, was, he, he, he just one hundred percent committed himself to the character. Yeah. But, but yeah, he like like this a, like like with Jack Nicholson, because I love his Joker. If you've seen any Jack Nicholson performance, you know he's. He was pretty much playing himself. It just fit for the Joker with uh, the original movie. And not saying that's trying to be a negative because he's great in the original uh, 89 film. Yeah, but, but he's, but Chris, he's, he's but, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken plays Christopher Walken in every movie. Yeah, and, and Heath Ledger, if you're like his career, he always kind of like metamorphos- metamorphosized, if that's, that's probably a word. Um, oh, that's pretty a much word. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty much in any character like in any movie that he was in and he, he was like, he was an actor actor. Like he, and he committed to that role, a, a character that was, you know, iconic, you could say terrifying for, for some, like it was pretty much, you know, you saw the opening, like with them in the bank, you know, like, well, okay, that's pretty cool. And then pretty much as soon as he uh, shoves uh, that one dude's head into the pencil, you mean, you kind of know he means business. Oh, you mean the, the greatest magic trick ever? Yeah. But one thing I personally want to give credit for in that movie, though, that I don't think gets enough, Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent, Two-Face, was also oh, great in that movie. Absolutely. I think it was great. And I, would, I, I, I was really hoping that in Dark Knight Rises that he was going to be back as Two-Face. Like, I, I, was, I was hoping so much that he was going to be back as Two-Face because I wanted so much more from him as Two-Face in The Dark Knight. 
Yeah. I mean, he was great in the short amount that we got him. I would have liked to have seen him more, but they, he, he, like, going from, like, a character who was, like, you know, basically, like, the white knight of Gotham, like, honorable and everything, to, to, uh, that dark of a character towards the end that he was. Oh, yeah. not anything to do, and he pulled it off. I mean, I liked him, even though, like, the first movie I saw him was thinking for smoking. Yeah, I was about I was oh, about to say exactly. same thing, and that film is amazing. It is, and, and but yeah, <laughs> funny funny enough, funny enough, who was his love interest in that film? Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Who was his love fin- interest in the second film? Should have been Katie Holmes, but she ran her mouth too much about her relationship with Tom Cruise. Yeah. And, and I, I want to say I want to say I want to say she also opted out to make Mad Money. Because she thought that Mad Money was going to make more money. That was a not a good bet. Yeah, no, not but I mean, look, look at it. it had it had Diane Keaton and Queen Latifah. Yeah, I never yeah. saw the movie. I never saw the movie, so I can't I tell, tell you. But Dark, yeah. did Dark, Dark, dude, Dark Knight, perfect Batman film. Yeah, I, I, I would, uh, I would agree. There's not a bad acting performance in it. You know, Bale's, you know, he's he's great in it. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman, well, he's great. And you have that great, and you have that great, you have that great, anyone that hasn't seen Dark Knight, fuck off. You have that great uh, twist. I remember, and this is is a little bit too much into my personal life, uh, but I saw The Dark Knight uh, the day after uh, doing Ecstasy. Uh, So I was still in a very highly elevated state. Um, so I was in a very great place in that film. Um, that pencil so, must have freaked you out. Dude, I loved that. I loved it so much. That's what I was just about to talk about. I loved the pencil check. I, I remember legitimately crying when you think that Gordon dies. Yeah. Only to, oh, man, when he showed up later. Oh, brother. That, that oh. entire, like, scene with the subway and the, like, or, like, in the tunnels and everything, that was, that was just <sighs> awesome. Dude, just that whole, just the whole movie. We could yeah, do an it, entire episode. Dude, you and I could sit down, watch Dark Knight Rises, and then just do an, an entire episode as long could. as this one, as long as this one, just talking about Dark Yeah, Knight, like it's not Dark even Knight. just like the best Batman movie. It's just one of the best comic book movies, superhero movies, period. Ever. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's an awesome film. Um, it, it really is. If someone hasn't seen it, I don't know what planet they've lived on to avoid it for so long. But and yeah, as, it's awesome. As, as funny as I think it is, Drew, we have actually gone longer than me and Brad talking about 22 Marvel films. Damn. Well, I told you to get content for me talking about Batman. I Yes, yes. Uh, I think we would have had just as much fun. Spoiler, I mean, this isn't spoiler. This is a little bit into it. Uh, we were originally going to talk about X-Men films. We had decided uh, like three days ago to talk about X-Men films and uh, about an hour before we recorded, when I was talking to him, he was like, uh, uh, are you ever going to do Batman? And I was just like, well, we could just do Batman for this episode. So instead we did Batman. And but, we got to wait you know, for New Mutants to come out in like, I don't know, maybe in the next 10 years or so. Something like that. Uh, an X-Men film, that's, that's going to be a horror flick. Maybe. I don't know. I guess. We'll I don't know. Um, no one knows. Dr- Drew, do you want to do you want to give uh, your handle out where people can find you? Uh, Aries Andrews on um, is on Twitter. 
pretty much my main. Are only you ones on to talk about. You're you're not on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I think that's Aries Andrews as, as well. well. Yay, uh, Aries Andrews. Mostly my oh. Instagram is just pictures of my cats at this point, or my cat at this point. But. Sa- Samus. Yeah. Your fat mm. ginger kitty cat. My a fat torty uh, kitty cat. Get it right. It's not. It's not. It's not ginger. Like you? Uh, well, interesting cat fact. Um, majority of orange cats, like over well over seventy per seventy five percent, if they're just orange, they're going to be male. If it's like orange mixed in with like black, it's going to be female. Ah, huh, interesting. Yeah. And that's why you are a cat person. <laughs> yep. Pretty um, much. Uh, Drew, thank you for coming on and doing the show nope. as always. Um, no problem. I thank you for having. Yeah, not a problem. I can't wait to have you back on uh, for another for another countdown or whatever. Um, yeah. uh, but uh, I will let you get going. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, it's the last podcast you want. You can find me on Twitter at TLPYW. Uh, Pro Wrestling Loot is our sponsor. I haven't said that in a while. I've just been throwing the ad on, which I'll do anyways. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... That is the episode. Uh, Until next week, tip the veal, try the staff. I'll see you then. Ever wonder how your buddy got those exclusive wrestling superstar action figures? Finn Balor or even that Ric Flair autograph 8x10 photo that you can't find in stores? Chances are they came from Pro Wrestling Loot, professional wrestling's most unique and fan-friendly monthly subscription box. Pro Wrestling Loot customizes a 5-7 to seven item mystery box for wrestling fans that includes exclusive t-shirts, action figures, collectibles, trading cards, pins, autographs, and more that you can't find anywhere else. Today, for all of our last podcast you'd want listeners, we have a deal for you. Just head over to ProWrestlingLoot.com and enter the promo code LASTPODCAST to check out to save 20% off your first box with Pro Wrestling Loot. With over 20,000 followers online and presence at some of the biggest conventions in the United States, including WrestleCon and StarCast, Pro Wrestling Loot just isn't a business. With ties to indie, mainstream, lucha libre, American, and European pro wrestling, Pro Wrestling Loot is always sending out the most unique items with you in mind over the last five years. Sign up today at ProWrestlingLoot.com for just $24.99 and start receiving your monthly Pro Wrestling Loot Box. Plus, for a limited time, enter code LASTPODCAST and receive 20% off your first box. Pro Wrestling Loot, for the fan in all of us. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. It's over.